We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good evening. I was about to say good afternoon, but good evening, everybody. And thank you for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align and where we talk about all things astrology. We got a packed show tonight. I mean, literally a very packed show tonight. Um, Today is Tuesday. I think it's September 15th or 16th, one of those days. But um, I'm going to go ahead and bring in my people so we can uh, get started because we've got so much to talk about. Um, as you guys do know, I, I have the international team, Team International. Then I have my Donald Trump team. And today is Team International. <laughs> okay. And uh, I have Christelle in the UK. Hey, Christelle. Hey, hey. How you doing, Bruce? Oh, I'm good, good. I can feel the hearts coming from over there. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, and I have Matthew hey, in uh, Canada. What's up, Matt? Always good to be back in the International House of Predictions. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, we do have an additional guest today. Um, <laughs> we brought on for a segment on compatibility. Uh, Christelle's love of her life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> who is actually uh, an American like myself, um, is there visiting her. What's up, Drew? How you doing, Bruce? I appreciate <laughs> the opportunity. Love the show. Been doing my own promotion with it. I want to let everybody know about Starstruck. It's a great show. Okay. Well, now oh, that I got yeah. you on, now you I needed you to do it before. See? I got See? you. <laughs> <laughs> if he let me on, I love and it. then I'll do it. <sighs> okay. All right. So... Anyway, uh, let's get started. It's just so much. I first wanted to discuss or talk about the latest on COVID-19, of course, since that's still a pretty dominant thing in our lives, and it will be for quite some time, unfortunately. Um, Christelle, the, com- the company AstraZeneca mm-hmm. that came up with the vaccine, um, you know, they had to put it on pause because one of the, I guess, one of the patients came down with some kind of neurological um, symptoms or or problem. Did you hear about that over there? No, I heard that from uh, you actually. You gave me a bit of information. Is that the Russian vaccine? No, that's in your country. Oh, my country. Do you know what? I'm out of it. I didn't know. You are. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. Okay, so have they pulled out? They haven't pulled out. They put things on hold, but I think they've actually gone back into um, trials or what have you. Right. You know? Yeah. Matt, what are they doing over in Canada for a vaccine? Oh, uh, we're working on it. We're throwing money around to other people who might get there first, but we're working on our own, and hopefully someone will come up with something. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the good news over here is, is that Pfizer and, an, and another company called Bio, BioNTech, um, they're continuing with their trials and things look pretty good. But look, there's not going to be a vaccine ready by election day. No. Uh, experts are saying if there is a vaccine by election day, it's going to be pushed through for political purposes. Right, exactly. And that's what Trump wants? Is that what Trump wants? Yeah, he wants to be able to say, I came up with the vaccine, so y'all have mm-hmm. to reelect me. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't start- care that people are going to die from this stuff not, not being um, safe. Well, if they die from it, it'll be after election day, so it won't count. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you got a good point there. It's a, it's a good point. 
<laughs> but that's very deep though so we should be okay do we know how how complex her condition's gone um the last i heard no the last i heard that you know she had some real serious symptoms but i mean um, a, a lot goes with that i mean it could have been something she had already that was yeah. triggered by the vaccine or what i mean we don't know that's the that's the reason they have to do these trials it makes me question as well because mercury uh, rules the respiratory system so with this vaccine it's all linked to the lungs maybe we will see a lot more of that anyways you know mm -hmm. when it comes to vaccinating people who are willing to go ahead with this treatment maybe we will see conditions that are not so great around the lungs and breathing you know right. i won't well, be too surprised the unfortunate but this thing is, is neurological though yes well, so which is all, isn't that Mercury? That's the rule about Mercury too. It's still connections. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. still connections. So, well, I, makes sense. The um, the interesting thing also is that here in the United States, in the United States natal chart, uh, the natal Mercury is mm -hmm. getting big hits from. Is it Saturn, uh, Matt? Opposite Saturn right now. Let's have a look at that. I'm, I think the uh, United States natal Mercury is at 24 Cancer. Right, yep. Oh, and Saturn is at like <laughs> 25 or 6. Yeah. And uh, natal Mercury, yeah, 24 Cancer. And that's getting all kinds of kicked around by Saturn and Pluto, which is not good news for respiratory matters. Mm -hmm. Well, especially now we're just coming off of Labor Day. Yeah. <laughs> and all the parties I saw in my feed with no mask. Drew, do you always wear a mask? I don't always wear a mask. I can, I can do better. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me put my mask on. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm doing I my best out here. No, you, you're Whoa. quite good. You're quite good. I think, I think sometimes you're good. Sometimes you forget. But I, I forget sometimes, too, to be fair. I was very rigid at the beginning and middle of this whole thing. I'm slacking a little bit more. I think now with the second wave, I'll be kicked the ass and I'll have to fix up. But, you know, it's just... I, don't I think know. that's why the constant, you know, the constant reminders from the government are important, though, because at the end of the day, I kind of get influenced by seeing other people not wear their mask. Well, as soon as do. I landed in this country, <laughs> I didn't see anybody wearing a mask in store, out store, outside, walking around, you know, so it kind of gave me that feeling that maybe I don't have to, you know, it just kind of gave me a thought. Yeah. Whereas maybe, you know, if I can, if everyone was kind of following that law and you're kind of saying, you know, just wear a mask, it'll kind of keep us all a little bit safer. Well, y'all don't want me to be the president. Y'all have to wear a damn mask when you sleep. Yeah. When you the take a shower. Energy. Are you going to jail? Oh, I'm going to get a stick and beat everybody. Hey, maybe that's what we need. It's Virgo season. So maybe, maybe are, are people taking more precautions? I mean, I'm much, my hygiene levels, they've always been decent, but they have gone through the roof since Virgo season. Well, I think everybody, well, not everybody, listen to me. I think, you remember how 911 happened and then now there are just certain things that we know we have to do. We have to go through security and we can't mm -hmm. do this kind of, I think one of the lasting things from this whole event uh, of COVID is going to be, I think we all, most people are going to be in the habit of washing their hands more mm -hmm. and keeping their hands out of their face. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I know. Not at all. <laughs> Very true. So, but I'm not, I'm not taking any vaccines um, anytime soon. You, is it 2024 until we find something decent? Is that what's predicted right now? No, this is what's about 2024. There's a company in India that's responsible for like um, the production of the serum that they use in these different vaccines. Mm. And the CEO said, 
you know, it will be, it won't be until 2024 until everybody can get the vaccine. They may mm. come up with the development of it before 2024, but for everybody to get, um, you know, the actual world, worldwide um, vaccine, it won't be until 2024. Yeah, you know? and in a situation like this, it's sort of like someone invented, if someone invented the light bulb next week, and then we said, okay, we need 5 billion light bulbs by the end of the month. <laughs> right. And making light bulbs is a lot less complicated than cranking out a vaccine. Right. And then you have to think about it. The, the, the vaccines that we do have, um, you know, it took, it took a long time for those to develop. But to our benefit, we are in the age of Aquarius. And that means that things can go, you know, a lot faster. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And be effective as well. Um, Drew, but Drew, are you a vaccine person or not a vaccine person? I'm going to say definitely not. I'm, I'm scared of those. Of you know, I'm a little apocalyptic in my thinking. So uh, mm -hmm. no, no, strong no. Okay. He's got Mercury Scorpio guys, by the way. Always suspicious. Always. Well, well, look here. This is what I tell people, and you're gonna you're gonna hear hear it too. Uh, vaccines have helped us get through a whole lot, especially here in, the, in well, globally. I mean, polio used to be a threat. Uh, the mumps, the measles, all that stuff is eradicated mm. because of vaccines. So they have their place. I understand the, you know, the, the suspicion of it because, you know, not everything can be trusted. But I think at some point, um, yeah, we're going to have to, you know. Hmm. That's interesting. That's just me. Interesting thought process. Yeah. Uh, and also, I hate to drag. <laughs> But you know, it's got to be done sometimes. How long we've been working on an AIDS vaccine and still don't have one? Yeah. Oh, Matt, you just oh. ruined my day. <laughs> Everyone start drinking now. <laughs> but, but, no, but by 2024, there'll be no more COVID. It'll be all right. I'm hoping so. But it'll be, it'll be the next so. thing. It'll be the next thing. Because you already you know, know. There'll be something else. Uranus is in Taurus. And that's, right. you know, forcing us to, to come up with stuff or putting us into the future. Well, you know, I was thinking about that because Uranus is, of all the planets, kind of the most willful. The one that's, you know, I'm going to do things my way and I'm going to get this cooked the way I mm -hmm. ordered it and all that. Uh -huh. uh, and when a planet is in its sign of its exaltation, it does its best work. And Taurus is opposite that sign. And I can't help at least um, in part, you know, the, think one of the big lessons of Uranus and Taurus is going to be, no, you can't have that. It's not in stock. Adapt. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's certainly an interesting way of put, looking at that. But I was looking at it and hoping to look at it is that Uranus is fortune, forcing us into the future, you know, because it rules yeah. futuristic things. It's mm -hmm. like making us be ahead of our time before mm. that time. Does that make sense? Yes, okay. totally. Okay. Um, Bill Gates says that he knows that there won't be a, a vaccine before the, um, he, it won't be before the election, of course, it'll be afterwards. And so many people don't trust him, you know, and I, mm. I've come on, on this show so many times because I did so much research. I'm like, where's the root of this lack of trust in Bill Gates? He's a devil. He's trying to take over the world. <laughs> he and Fossey are, you know, doing this stuff, but he's not. I, I, think, I think much of the suspicion about Bill Gates comes from the years and years and years we've spent installing new versions of Windows and then losing all our files. 
Oh, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, but we we looked at each chart a few months ago, and we did we did kind of see how charitable he was and how generous he was with his knowledge, his you know his technology, his money. Right. We, there was nothing that, really. Yeah. But did you guys see that like exhibition he put on for like oh. you know those people, and he he kind of showed you know what would happen to the world if a virus hit. Kind okay. of like four months before COVID. I don't know if anybody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about it. I don't know if yeah, it was yeah, called yeah. like phase two. I'm not sure what it was called. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The big simulation. But the thing is, <laughs> I mean, and I've been I've been paranoid since I was a teenager. If you look at like the his, we were overdue for a big pandemic, historically mm. speaking. Right. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's kind of like if um, every once in a while when there's a mass shooting you'll hear something about, oh, they had a mass shooter drill just two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. You know, that so... Makes total uh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll move through it, I guess, at some point. We'll I see, think we'll everybody see. will eventually get a vaccine. I'm just saying. When, when <laughs> Look, when we're all healthy and we have a vaccine and we don't have COVID or whatever the hell is going around, then y'all will be like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to get one too. <laughs> But we got to wait until it's safe. That's all I'm saying. Right. I'm there. I'm there. Right. But, you know, with Uranus being in Taurus anyways, as fast and as shocking as, a, as the electrifying Uranus is, Taurus will slow down the process as well. So we might not get an answer tomorrow. Okay, you know? I'm, I'm going to need y'all to be a lot more positive today. I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot handle this. Just, just okay. let me pipe my pipe and I'll be with you in a couple of minutes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, no, but, but but you know, if you want acceleration, Mars is in Aries, okay? Mars well, there, there you go. There you, you boost go. It up. Well, you boost it. yeah, well, Mars is in Aries, and it's it's burning us the hell up out here I in California. Know. And speaking of Uranus and Taurus, listen to this, you guys. Mm. So I was reading this article, and it was an international team of scientists back in two thousand and one. Right? Listen to it. So they mm. said back in two thousand and one, because of climate change at the rate it was going then that within a hundred years, we were going to have a whole lot of forest fires uh, and all of this stuff. This is kind of like natural disasters and natural destructions that are rooted in climate change. In a hundred years, this is, that was only 19 years ago. Mm. And at this point, about 3 million acres have been burned in California. I think we've had five or six, six of the biggest fires in the history of the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, California, Oregon, and Washington, all of these, I think there's a total of 87 fires that are going on right now. And 20, 37 of them are here in California. So do you think that's Uranus and Taurus? That's probably part of it. You it's know, part of it. There's other stuff going on. With, with yeah. you know, uh, Taurus ruling kind of just earthy stuff in general. Right. And, and then um, Uranus not liking to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's Uranus may represent, uh, you know, your ability to impose your will on the world and get things done your way. But it also represents, oh, no one saw that coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Even if you look at the value. Mm -hmm. But currently, though, I'm looking at the state of California, mm -hmm. uh, the chart there and the transits happening right now. So we've, they're having a Mercury return. They've got the Mercury. Is this the right time? Yeah. 938. Which one is it? 
that's what I have listed. September 9, 1850, 9.38 a.m. San Jose, California. That's uh, You know, we have to check these sources because these YouTubers and these, these um, <laughs> wannabe astrologers would be like, oh, I think uh, California is this rising. So be careful yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. So, but anyways, even without the houses, Mercury in Libra is squaring Jupiter. So again, Mercury rules the respiratory system. Right. Uh, yes, and the, the, yeah. the air quality here is horrible. That makes right. sense. Right. And it's squaring, you know, the Mercury squaring the uh, the Capricorn planets. So it's making the breathing very heavy, uh, very traumatic. And it's obviously affecting the society there. So that make Mercury, has, I think Mercury plays a key role here too. It does. And for the listeners, when we say a square, um, when a planet is transiting and it makes what we call an aspect to a planet in the chart of California, it causes an event or whatever. We're saying that Mercury, which rules the lungs and respiratory system, is making some harsh aspects to what planets again, Crystal? To the Capricorn planets. Oh, so, to Jupiter, Pluto, yeah. and Saturn. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. And uh, yeah. looking mm -hmm. at the state of California chart, it's interesting, and we'd looked at this before, other things that were founded in 1850. And... I think if anyone looks at something that was founded in 1850 or in like late 81, 82, uh, when there were major conjunctions right around the tail end of either Aries or Libra, mm -hmm. that's all getting messed with now. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the square from the stuff going on in Capricorn, mm -hmm. which, is, which is why a lot of people born in 82 were having things ripped up for them too. I'm so deep. Wow. And All on top right, of that, Mars. Sorry? Matt is pulling out that third house stuff that we love. I know. <laughs> we love so much. We love it, Matt. But also on top of that is the Mars, you know, going retrograde. If this is the chart, guys, Mars is in the sixth house, the house of health and disease or illness and disease. Mm -hmm. And he's currently conjunct Pluto. And uh, Uranus. Pluto. And Uranus. That's Uranus, right. right. Yeah, yeah. And Saturn. You know, because he's moving retrograde, he's getting closer to Saturn as well. And that's also obviously opposing their Mercury. So that's having a huge impact on their health. Huge. And it's scary. It's very scary. It's scary times right now. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, not only not only are the fires that are going on here, we got the rains down on the Gulf, Gulf of like Mississippi and Alabama. Uh, it's a hurricane, Sally, I think her name is, down at causing havoc. And it's not a big hurricane, but it's slow. So when it's slow, it just creates so much water. And then there's, they're forecasting right after that finishes, whenever it finishes. I don't know when it finishes. Uh, hurricane, the next one. I forgot the name. So I, I just still say that this is definitely Uranus and Taurus. Uranus yeah. scoring uh, the, with the Earth. The slow, backdrop. The, mm. the slow ones are generally worse. Speaking from experience, if you have to have a car run over your foot quickly or slowly, Go with the quick one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah. There you, there ask, you go. Ask me why I wear two different shoe sizes sometime. <laughs> Just in case. Matthew. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, you know, with the acceleration of all of these disasters within 19 years of the prediction, that which was supposedly going to be 100 years, mm. that's a little concerning for me. This is just the beginning. Well, it is. So let's let's not scare the people. Let's not scare me either, because y'all, <laughs> I need y'all to be a little bit op more optimistic. Oh, I don't know what's going on with me. <laughs> Do you know what time it is? 
let's not Drew. I need you to I need you to make her be positive here. Okay. I mean, maybe this it it may sound negative, but it could just be you know the creation or making the room for the creation of something new. You know. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm being silly because I think it's important for us to know what to expect. Not that we can really change it, but at least we'll know. You know. Well, no, we can prepare. Right. And that's what astrology is for as well. Mm -hmm. And do you all want an injection of hope here? Yes, Uh, Mr. Sagittarius. On December, I think it's 21st, when the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction happens in in, uh, the first degree of Aquarius. And the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction always represents some kind of major change of um, worldview, or uh, it, it used to be associated with the death or birth of kings. Mm. And you've you got to admit, when it comes to major changes, uh, we could use one. Uh, yeah, but do, I think we're already in a major change. You mean a major yeah, change yeah. For, the, for the good. But, you know, Saturn going into Aquarius, when does it go in there? When does it reach zero Is it degree January? Aquarius? Uh, December something. I know the... December? Yeah, the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction happens at zero Aquarius. And that's, I think it's December 21st. Oh, wow. Okay. Because you guys know that the last time Saturn was in Aquarius is when the internet came about. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is definitely going to be a key of things going higher tech than they have been. Mm-hmm. It's, already, it's already in place. Look at all of the virtual stuff that's going on. This is mm-hmm. only the beginning. They got Elon Musk just figured out the... Uh... The Neuralink. <laughs> with what the is brain. Yeah. Yeah, with the brain, uh, it's, it's able to fix like different diseases like cancer because it's going to rewire your brain for you essentially. So memory loss, dementia, things like that can be cured what? through this thing called a Neuralink. You should look into yeah. it. I think that's oh, yeah. the beginning of getting your phones in your heads and etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, and it can also it can also uh, theoretically bypass damage to the brain or the spinal cord, so that a lot of people in wheelchairs in the future, we'll be able to just basically put on a pair of Iron Man pants and walk around. <laughs> wow. Would you have that, Bruce? Would you take it? M- me? Yeah. Would no, you have an I implant? I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> you know, and look, you know, I'm, I'm open to the vaccines. That's maybe as far as I'll go. <laughs> you know, but they have Matthew, to really... would you have it? Oh, if it makes me anything at all like Iron Man, yes, sign me up. Drew, <laughs> <laughs> would you have it? You already know. Sign yeah. me up for the brain chips. Really, Drew, I don't think so. <laughs> you, look, you'll get a brain tri- a chip before you get a vaccine. Unfortunately, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, in, it's, it's in the name of advancement. I have to. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. phone number to Elon Musk? Because... <laughs> I don't want to be the test subject. No guinea pig. No. Right. Well, that's my attitude. No guinea pig, you know. So it has to be developed and and cleared and like everybody has it with no problems. Kind of like the polio thing and all of that stuff. I mean, as a kid, we somebody we all I know I did. I had vaccinations. So y'all have had them before y'all still here. Right? We yeah. have them automatically as babies here. Yeah. Like the yeah, first okay. vital ones, the first five or six. Uh, you have them at babies, and then you have them again at 13 years old at school. It's compulsory. Right. Okay. You have to go through the course if you don't want your children to have these vaccines. Yeah, and I know I know people that 
I have clients that don't believe in it. And I think that some of them believe, I don't know, I haven't done the research on it, uh, that it causes autism, maybe? No. Yeah. Oh. That, that's what we've had too, yeah. No, that's what we've heard. No, no, no Matt. Oh, Matt, well, correct me because I don't want to be giving out misinformation. Like I said, I didn't do the research. This, this is just was, what I heard. This was all based on the work of a guy named Andrew Wakefield, who used to be a doctor until he took his license away. And he did one study with a dozen autistic children and came to a really marginal conclusion. And there have been dozens of studies since that said, you know what? No. It's oh, well, thank you for that. I'm up here giving out bad information, but I did qualify. Like I said, I haven't done the research. Well, it, yeah, you were honest. It's kind of like, you know, people keep saying, well, rates of autism are going up. But it's like um, when I was a kid, um, we got this thing here called Statistics Canada. And it uh, sounds, sounds kind of a, like a friendly governmental thing, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And they would, they'd be on the news every month and they'd say, oh, uh, domestic violence is up another 10%. Oh, domestic violence is up another 12%. Oh my God, it's an epidemic of domestic violence. No, we just started reporting it. And it's the mm -hmm. same thing with autism because nobody knew what autism was back in the 30s or whatever. But I can tell you from personal experience, my grandfather was autistic as hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you going to be a kid and you know that your grandfather was autistic? Well, yeah. Oh, he just thought he was a weird genius. That's all. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay. Um, so, okay, yeah, I, you know, I always get stuck on something and then we end up running out of time. I don't want to run out of time today. We got a whole lot of stuff to talk. I wanted to talk about uh, Donald Trump quickly. Um, of course, you know, it's come out, he's on tape saying that he knew, well, according to the, the context of the conversation, that he knew that the COVID-19 was serious and is deadly or what, not, was it deadly or harmful? Whatever. And all this time he had been downplaying it, saying, oh, you know, it's just going to go away and it's not that bad. Yeah. So what are, you, what, are you, what, are you, what are your views about him doing that? Do you think that that was the right thing to do? No. Um. Uh, I think every politician does it. I think it happens all over the world. If you bring panic to the people, then that's going to, you know, interrupt with the economy, with work, with family life with crime so they've got to find a tactic because it's trump it looks really bad because he does so many bad things so yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't really i don't think it helps him necessarily it doesn't look like he's helping the people well I, well the people that love him and, and worship him they don't care he mm. matt what day was it was that this past sunday he had even after saying he knew that you know this this virus is is not a good, good thing he had uh, a rally indoors with thousands oh, yeah. of people and they weren't wearing masks still yeah and it, it's kind of i mean what a politician says is one thing but the overall message they send is another and you know donald trump if nothing else is a an incredibly good huckster you know Mm -hmm. How else he can bankrupt three casinos and still convince everyone he's a business genius. And the fact that he's downplayed it is sort of plays into the American stereotype of, oh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I want my freedom. And um, <laughs> people love that. You know? Right. Okay, Matt, for the redneck accent, you sound just <laughs> like one of your folk over there. Come on, I ain't wearing no dang gone mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm trying... I'm 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 trying to downplay my Canadian accent, you hoser, eh? 
So, <laughs> well, you know, because I, I hear it sometimes and it sounds like Fargo. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yes. I also I wanted to remind everybody you are listening to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne on Dash Talk X. And I am here with my guest, Christelle, Matthew, and um, our temporary guest, Drew, my American padre. Uh, compadre. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. But you know what, though? With Trump, because of his Uranus and it conjuncts itself, it doesn't matter what he does, he's always going to be looked at as like unique and rebellious and just doing what he wants, you know, whether he, it's coming come from a good place or a bad place. Right. Well, I think that's, that's my part opinion. Of his- it's part of his destiny. It's, who he it's is. in his 10th house of career. So his right. career was meant to shake up the, the, the system. He, he just needed to shake up in another country, not <laughs> <laughs> But, but you know, currently, though, that. currently, though, Mars, Mars is in Aries and he's got Mars in Leo. So that's a try. Yeah. He's really motivated and he's so willing and ready to do whatever it takes to get what he needs to At win this any cost. And not to mention that right, right now, Neptune, transiting Neptune, is making a T-square to his uh, sun and moon. Mm. And both of those, if you use, if you use Placidus and if you use ho- uh, whole houses, mm. uh, both of those are rulers of his 12th house. 12th house rules secrets. And look at all these books being written about him, which I wish those books had not been written to, to sell. I wish people had come out with that information earlier. Now, mm. I, it just looks like they're trying to make money. Well, even though, even though I believe it all. Yeah, there's people saying like Bob Woodward, um, who got all these recordings on him recently. People are saying, well, you should have gone to the authorities. And Trump and his administration are the authorities. So, um, yeah. It complicates things. <laughs> it's complicated, yeah. What is that called about the fox and the chicken? What, I, I, you know that saying? Oh, it's uh, like the fox guarding the hen house? Or? Yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> I knew you know, Matt. That's why I got you on here to help me out. <laughs> the less useful it is, the more likely I am to know it. Ask me where my keys are right now. I don't know. Are your glasses, right? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, this is what I want to talk about before we move on to compatibility. Um, researchers or scientists, NASA or whatever, they, they found some kind of microorganism on planet Venus that could indicate life. Oh, yeah. On Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, to me, there's, there's other life out there. We can't be the only people, uh, the only things that, that live in this huge solar system. Right? Do we have a chart for Venus? <laughs> 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 no, we don't have a chart for Venus, but she is my, she's my chart ruler. I, I hear oh, she's she? Important. Yes, she is. Oh, that's gorgeous. What'd you say, Matt? I hear she's a Taurus. Oh, right. I thought she was a Libra. <laughs> or a Libra. <laughs> she has Libra ways, you know? She wants to be a Taurus, but she can't decide for sure, so maybe she's both. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's what I tell people, that the, the girl planets or the feminine planets are uh, Venus and the moon. The rest of them are masculine, but uh, Mercury is what they call neutral, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he goes both ways. Right. <laughs> and and by, by the way, I just want to mention the whole idea that there are male and female planets. There's some value to it, but everyone, even women, have a Mars in their birth chart somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you don't think, and Mars rules anger, and if you don't think women can get angry, just call up one of my exes sometime and ask about it. <laughs> it's always the exes with you, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But it's true. We we 
But we all have Mars and Venus. Right. And that's why people, you know, some people used to ask like these celebrities, oh, I want to know if they're, if they're gay or bisexual. Like, I remember this, this girl asked me about Queen Latifah. You can't look at a chart. I can't look at a chart and tell that because you don't even know if it's a man or a woman to begin with. And who, yeah. who the hell cares? That's dumb stuff. Mm. But, you know, you can't tell, tell stuff like that. I think in old astrology, Matt, and help me out here, um, something about Venus behind something, would they would look at that as... I don't know. Am I, am I making I think sense? Uranus would yeah. have a bit of an indication though. Like if it's maybe connected to Mars, that would indicate a unique type of sexuality. Yeah. Or like quite often. That, yeah. Quite mm -hmm. often someone with a Venus Uranus aspect will one way right. or another like it freaky, but it's almost like society is changing instead of the astrology because is being gay freaky now. Not the last right. time I watched HBO. No. <laughs> yeah, and also I think mutability as well. Like, if that's associated with this with sex in some way, that could indicate moving and being right. flexible. Yeah, across the sexes as well. But again, I've never been asked this, so I've never, it's not something I've explored in depth. Got it. Okay. I've I've dug into it, and I can't see any obvious astrological signatures for it. I can look at a chart and. I can tell you whether or not you've got a bad temper or you're a lousy driver, mm. but I can't tell you who you want to bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can tell that you, you bang a lot of people. You like to bang a lot of people, though, right? Some kind no, of... I, uh, look, in all fairness, I am a serial bass. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about you specifically, oh. Matt. <laughs> I'm talking, we, we can look at a chart and see... Someone's going to edit this, right? Someone's going to edit this. <laughs> I was talking in terms of just people in general, you know, if you have a Mars something to Venus. So, oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you. I'll just, I'll be over here if you, just yell if you need me for anything. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's the exit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, his window closed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, normally I have been doing these segments on um, Starstruck about, you know, teaching astrology or the, the week, the astrology lesson of the week. Here we go. So today I did want to talk about compatibility and how that works. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because Christelle, um, you know, her, her love of her life, she met and he jumped the fence and now he's over in UK with her. He is her. <laughs> and let me just say this, and Matt and I were discussing this the other day, um, because we are in the age of Aquarius, things are high tech, you're gonna meet people that you would not ordinarily meet because of the internet. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you guys met, but you're in you're in England. He's all the way in some town in Ohio, I, right? You know, yep. <laughs> Cleveland. Well, oh, please. like bad. you said, some town. No, like you said, because well, I can remember. But I know I I knew it was a town. I just can't remember it was Cleveland. So, to me, I mean, the internet is definitely the like that's that's advanced internet stuff that's making stuff happen. And that's why, you know, a lot of people call me, they're like, oh, I don't want to do the online dating thing. I'm like, that's the norm. And probably after Saturn goes into Aquarius, that's going to be taken up to another notch. You know, we might be in the bars and stuff virtually. You at home, but you in the bar. You know what I mean? Hmm. So. That's a good thought. Compatible. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, I don't like, I don't, I don't like Virgos. And just that's sun. You're talking about the sun. 
But when you when we're talking about compatibility, real compatibility, real astrological compatibility, yeah, we have to bring in all of the stuff like Venus, which rules love. We have to bring in Mars, which rules you know sex and passion. We have to bring in Saturn that can lead to longevity, not just the Sun. So these people that and I just kind of roll with it. Oh yeah, yeah, they are silly, huh? I don't I don't date Leos. And I don't like that's that's not that's not. Um, What's the word I want to say? That's not grown-up astrology. It's baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Christelle, what's when we speak about compatibility between you and Drew? Mm-hmm. What? What? Tell me about your Venuses. Well, his Venus is in Sagittarius, and mine is in Pisces. Both yeah. Jupiter ruled. Mm-hmm. They square. Right. Um, but they're but okay. Uh, this is what for me this is what gets me the fact that he has a huge stellium in Sagittarius mm-hmm. and I have a huge stellium in Pisces right the so stellium being that we've got like three or more planets in one sign right yeah wow, so there's a lot he has then, a lot it's beautiful and you know that's actually kind of a fun combination because um, yeah the, the squares are often difficult and they're rarely easy but given that they're both um, ruled by Jupiter as long as you kind of go into it with the right overriding personality or philosophy and you decide, you know what, let's, let's, let's have fun. Then yeah. that, that can work. Yeah. But I think, I think you're right in terms of squares being difficult, but I think squares and squares are needed. I think a, an element of tension in relationships is important because that's what keeps the relationships, relationships alive. Yeah. You know, essentially, and they also ground it. Right. Yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah so we've got we've got saturn um we've got saturn was it squaring um, i'm gonna need you to notice right off the bat young lady. i know no sorry <laughs> saturn, saturn conjunct, I, I got sorry because okay. <laughs> my okay, phone's that my phone's dead uh saturn conjunct mm-hmm. so saturn conjuncts uh a very important the square no saturn conjuncts the sun sorry so my son conducts his son. So although I might seem like I'm trying to have some form of or implement some form of order or structure through like an element of power, mm-hmm. he might feel that I'm trying to change his personality or alter his personality in some way. But what I'm really trying to do is support him in structuring and ordering his personality but that might bring a clash <laughs> but also what's great about this conjunction drew before you get started. no it does bring a clash but at the end of the day it does that that go ahead go to your point i, I was gonna mean. say it's great for commitment and longevity so like we do yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so in terms exactly. of like battle we may battle over like don't tell me what to do not in a bad way but it's yeah. happened a couple <laughs> times but also <laughs> you know we do work we do work we put in the work and we know that this relationship is worth it and there's there is this opportunity for longevity and commitment. So Saturn's great. Saturn can be really scary in relationships, but if if it's placed right, it could be really great for longevity. Uh, yeah. Saturn lends a lot of durability to things. So yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I mean if you're doing compatibility for someone say, Oh, I just met someone wonderful uh, in the last three weeks and I think he's really cute and funny. Um, then, you know, it's easy enough to sit there and say, well, according to this and that and his chart and your chart, you think he's cute and funny. Mm. Um, but it's, it's after we get into things a little that we have to start to look at why it is that your snoring makes him want to stab you or something. Um, <laughs> but that's just the nature of relationships. And, it you know, is. Saturn can help right. you work through it. 
you know, right. the, first, the first thing I look at in Christelle's chart is um, I was look, I was looking at Cardi B's chart earlier that they're from that generation of um, where Uranus was conjunct Neptune in mm. Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. And uh, Drew's Cap uh, Drew's Capricorn Drew's Neptune is an early Capricorn because he was born before you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the age difference? It's eight. Oh, okay. Wow. Neptune moves really slow because when Drew was born, it was at five. And we were, when you were born, it was at 19. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, so there's this strong sense of wanting for freedom. I think that Uranus is really wanting to have that, that element of freedom. And Uranus, uh, Neptune also, there is an element of fantasy embedded in our relationship. And we're very aware of that, though. So we do discuss that a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, go on. If, go on I Matthew. Was, if I was going to put Drew on the hot seat for a moment, which, of course, I won't do. But anyway, <laughs> um, I can't help but notice that your 12th house, which is kind of the part of your chart where it's like a, a psychological funhouse. Mm. It's, like, it's like where a lot of your issues hide that you didn't even realize were issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, transiting Neptune now is sextile um, where it was when you were born. And the sextile is a nice, helpful aspect. Mm. So I would suggest that if nothing else, everything looks good here. But if the two of you had met five years ago, um, Drew, I'm, I'm not so sure you would have, um, hmm. I, you know what? I don't think you're going to do anything to sabotage the relationship. Five years ago might have been a different story. Now you right. have to answer that. That's all I'm saying. That's interesting. <laughs> Thanks for that, Matt. I'm not even sure we should get getting out there, Matt, but uh, I appreciate the perspective. <laughs> well, well, let me say, let me say this also, like, you know, um, I know Drew was saying that he's going to be moving to California or whatever. I was looking at Christelle's chart, and, and I'm sure you're, uh, you you know that uh, your fourth house uh, ruler and the cusp is. No, I'm looking at your. You, where do you get these charts from? They're not. I don't like these. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're, they're from my app. It's my app. Sorry. Okay. No. 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 Okay. No. Because I'm looking at. I was I think I was looking at the fourth house. I'm actually looking at the fifth house. It's Libra ruled yes. our house. Got yeah. It. So Venus you move, in there. Well, you're gonna. Do you want to move here to the United I mean, States? I mean, look, I've moved anyways. I've immigrated. That's just part of my signature because my fourth house, like you say, is in the air sign Libra and right. Venus is in the ninth house, uh, the house of foreign land. So the moment oh. I turned seven, I moved to Britain from France. I was born in France. I'm going to spend my life traveling and my home will change throughout my, my lifespan. So whether I end up in LA or Mexico or whatnot, like, yeah, definitely. I will go where Drew goes. Um, well, your fourth, your fourth house ruler is getting a good aspect from Uranus. And that's going to be in effect for quite a while. Mm, nice. Yeah. I like it. But another another aspect that I really like that uh, Drew and I have is our moons. It's the same. We've, got, we've both got moon in Leo. Right. So we're both quite childlike, funny, uh, fun-loving. And we're not, we like nice food and nice material. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we both like attention but from people that we love and who we care about yeah if that makes sense which is good which is good yeah i think it's nice i think it's fun but in terms of venus you you mentioned venus earlier so mm -hmm. we got venus square my venus squares his son so we our, our values might dif might differ somewhat 
uh, he might struggle with his, uh, his sense of identity with me and I might struggle with his kind of powerful personality. So we've got, but there is an attraction. So within that actual aspect is a very magnetic kind of appeal. So there's a yeah. lot going on. It's a very dynamics industry. We can't, we could talk about this all night, but. It is, and you, you are a bit, a bit bossy. You know, <laughs> I am not bossy. That's, cause she know, that's because she knows what she's talking about, though. So as much as these <laughs> aspects may be a little challenging at times, Good they really help me grow. They really help me grow. They really help me grow. You already know. They help me grow and develop. And it's like she said, it's like even like you said, the struggle with the sense of identity that actually works in my favor because it helps me constantly reflect, which is something I need to be who mm -hmm. I want to be. I have goals to be a billionaire. So she helps me in those ways, you know, kind mm -hmm. of consistently checking myself and forcing me to grow and giving me ways to structure my life that will benefit me, you know, in plenty of ways. So I appreciate her so much. I'm being so biased here though, because I am talking about my impact on him. I'm not talking about his impact on me. And that's probably for another show. Well, you know, <laughs> we can't get it all in. We could, you know. <laughs> Depending on some stuff and people this is i mean this is the thing what we do in astrology we can uh, i think in india like mm -hmm. they do those um what do you call those marriages uh, arranged marriages yeah. and they mm -hmm. use the the astrology yeah to, to see and I, ha I have a client that um he was from pakistan or one of those i still talk to him i can't remember what country anyway they put him in an arranged marriage and we did the chart and the chart was horrible Okay. Uh, and the woman, they got divorced. It, it ended up being a mess. I think like Saturn, his Saturn, her, her Saturn was conjunct his Venus or Mars or something. It was a mess. It was a mess. So, you know, I don't think that if you have really bad compatibility that it can't work, but at least you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. make an effort, people. I don't care how good or bad the charts are. Make an effort. It'll help. Right, right. Do you feel like you can fall in love with anybody? Can, Ooh. can it, just, Drew? just in general. No, just in general. <laughs> Me and Drew have. Say Drew? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't understand the question. I feel like you can fall in love with anybody. What does that mean? Yeah, do you anyone. feel like, do you feel like you can meet someone and just fall in love with them? Like, even if they're not their time, maybe if you spend some time with them, do you feel like charts always support your relationship with somebody else? Or do you feel like the charts will also indicate like, no, this is never going to work. There's always going to be a clash or oh, transits God. come in. Yeah. You're calling, you're calling me out now. Go on, I, go on. What's I, 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 probably, I probably do put too much into this when I see, oh, you know, this, this, this is never gonna work. And then even when I try and it starts to play out and I see mm. that, I'm like, this is not gonna work. Mm. So I, I, I go at things differently. I got three planets in the 12th house of Virgo, so leave me alone. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> so you can't, that's the answer and I agree. Yeah. What about you, Matt? I, I hmm. <laughs> um, given, mm -hmm. given what I blurted out earlier, I better not say anything about the current state of my personal life. Um, I, I, all I want to say is that personally, I am not capable of just falling in love with anyone. So if it does in fact happen, you know, big props to you, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
This is all okay. going to be edited. When we get done, this show is um, going to be 45 seconds of me. That's it. <laughs> I, I think, though, if, if your Venus is in Pisces, I think it's very possible to, to fall in love with the idea of people. You know, I think that's a different yeah. type of love. Right. But to just fall in love with anybody, I think that's much more complex and yes, does require looking at a chart, really. You know what? And seeing compatibility. Yeah, go on. You kind of have to fall in love with the idea of a person. Because the actual person themselves is probably going to be, at times, a sweaty, farting pain in the ass. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> Thanks, well, yeah. Man. I mean, that's, that's part of the growth. I mean, you know that when you meet somebody, they're going to put forth their very best person. But then as the, yeah. the relationship goes on, you know, you start to see those layers come down and that all has to do with being comfortable and that kind of thing. You have to know that everybody's human, except me. Mm. I'm a Leo. Yeah. Oh, you're perfect. <laughs> so I don't, I don't fart. I don't sweat. I don't do any of that. <laughs> but this is the thing. When you first meet someone in relationships, we meet the Neptune concept. We meet Neptune, delusion, fantasy, you know, and then eventually as time goes on, there's only so long we can be in fantasy Saturn needs to come in and start implementing structure and there isn't right. that's that's what i think anyways when it comes to relationships there's an astrological order as to how we experience that there you go yeah very well put very thank well put. you that and as, as far as the future of your relationship oh i shouldn't say anything never mind carry on <laughs> mm. uh, just looking at drew's chart fourth house where you live is ruled by the moon transiting Saturn is going to be opposite that next spring. So there might be some difficulties around you working out where you are living mm -hmm. and how you can get there and stay there legally. <clears throat> Just saying. So that's actually a positive <laughs> sign for the relationship. <laughs> and the, the benefit of we'll this see. is that, okay, you know you're going to have that transit coming up and it could complicate that part of your life. You can put things in place to to fix that that's the right. great part about astrology that's the forecast because if the weatherman tells you you know it's going to rain you can take your umbrella or you cannot take your umbrella Which, whichever sorry about that that was just my new girlfriend telling me that we're over oh again <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> okay okay you know, we, we, uh, this was this is great and speaking of before we move on from this uh, the whole internet is going all crazy about Cardi B and Offset or the Cardi B filing for a divorce. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is, is that I don't think it's going to go through because when I look in both of their charts, um, it's not that bad. It's not that obvious. But transiting Jupiter is square um, Cardi's Uranus-Neptune conjunction. And, you know, we don't have a time for her, so we don't know what house that has to do with you know yeah it, did, did, is she the one that's saying she wants to have a divorce did she trigger this according according to the reports yes she filed oh yeah you know, okay, she, she, but, but she i don't know if she filed before but she broken up broke up with him before because of infidelities and i, I don't know the details behind it when i see stuff like that in news i say okay well let me see if i can see it in the chart and i see that jupiter is square that conjunction in her chart I don't know the reason why she's filing for divorce now, but I just look at her moon and the nature of her Mars. Um, like her moon is in Aries. I know when, well, obviously astrologically, I know that when she's upset, she's, she can be irrational. She can make very rash decisions and uh, act impulsively. And I get the impression that Cardi's very much like that, but also he has got a record. So he has cheated in the past. 
maybe this is maybe this mm-hmm. is for real. I don't know. But if she has got a very volatile Mars, uh, totally. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this decision is just made off the bat. You know, like and she'll calm down, and it and, may not take place. And with moon, moon and Aries, um, she got Moon and Aries, right? Right. Yeah. They can be a little bit impulsive, and with that other transit from Jupiter, kind of people get carried away. It it may be just a temporary matter that she's decided she wants to take her uh, <clears throat> wings and pizza. I believe that's what the abbreviation for WAP is. She <laughs> w- just wants to take her wings and pizza somewhere else. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. But it's all over Twitter. Thanks, Drew, for the update. It's all over Twitter, though. Wait a minute. Is she having her inverse note return? I don't have the chart right now. Uh, yeah, her, her her north node is at twenty three Sag. Transiting north node is going to be somewhere close to that. I wish we had her birth time. Mm. She is very volatile. I mean, her, her. I mean, Mars is opposite Neptune, Uranus, exactly. square to moon. Woo. Very erratic. She very you much know. so. Right. You don't very want to piss her off. You know, and then and Venus it, is conjunct Pluto. Wow, to top it all off. You know, she's definitely prone to either receiving deception or she's the one that deceives hmm. because of this Mars, Uranus, Neptune opposition. But guess what? Those When Saturn goes into Aquarius the, later on this year, it's going to be trying her Jupiter. So that's why it just doesn't look to me like it's a mm. disaster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 rough, but not a disaster. Yeah, she's just mad and and yeah, like she's had being enough. A, a bit irrational. He's probably, you know, he probably did do something. Oh boy, you know what? Uh, he's about to have his Saturn return beginning of the year. Mm. That's gonna oh, be is he is he twenty eight? How is he's young? He's twenty. He's born 29? in ninety one. No, ninety one. Matt, how old is he? Quick maths. <laughs> Sorry, turns are 28, 29, 30, usually, right? 28. Yeah. yeah. He's very young. Okay, I didn't realize. So, yeah, so he's going to go through some major changes. But also, how sh- is he born in the daytime or nighttime? We, we, don't have, we don't have birth time for him either. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. hard to tell how he's going to experience that. Oh, shoot. You guys, we got we to gotta go. But look, I wanted to say this. We already talked about Carol Baskin. She made her debut on uh, Dancing with the Stars last night. Do you know who that is, Christelle? No, the lady no, from I Tiger King? Uh, no, sorry. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm, I'm need you to learn it. Anyway, okay. now, you know who that is. <laughs> anyway, she didn't do very well, and she got low low scores. And we talked about it. Her chart is a mess to be doing oh. this. And the family, she's the family of her, her ex-husband who accuses her of feeding him to the lions. They did a commercial. They, they paid for a commercial <laughs> during Dancing with the Stars saying that she did it. Oh, my God. How horrible <laughs> and, and embarrassing. Okay, guys. Oh, cool. You know, uh, quickly. Uh, yeah. Christelle, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Yeah, so uh, come to my Instagram, uh, uh, Heart Space Astrology. And also, I'm doing my website. Uh, Matt, I'm working on my pitch, yeah? Oh, yeah. My, yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> Give me time. I'm going to sound just like you in two weeks, hopefully. Go for it. <laughs> okay. And hey, Matt, how do I get a hold of you? I'm all over the internet. Best idea is send me an email at astrology show, at all one word, astrology show at gmail.com. I'll send you free stuff and tell you a story about Captain America's penis. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. We missed that story. We'll have to we get it next time. Uh, and Drew, if people want to get a hold of you. How do they do Please that? Please just contact me via Instagram, uh, James Drew Music, or you can go to jamesdrewmusic.com. 
and send me an email and I can get back to you for any music services that you may need. Okay, cool. And me, if you need me. I know you need me. I'm the Leo. You need me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I want to believe that. Hit me up on my site, psychicwayne1.com, the psychicwayne number one.com, or uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, Psychic Wayne. You can get your daily, weekly, monthly horoscope, and you can also follow me on Instagram at psychicwayne1. This is a great show. I never have enough time to cover all the stuff that we want to talk about. So one day, we're going to be able to have a five-day-a-week show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I really, really appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, and um, pleasure. Always be sure, be sure you listen to the, sh the show. All right? Yeah, for sure. sure. All right, people. Thanks for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wing, where the stars align. And have a great week. You're tuned in to Starstruck, where the stars align.